0: Let's hit it. Okay, the story begins. Welcome. Sitter class number two. First thing that comes to mind was today's portion of Ayom Yom, where he tells us what Daviding is all about. Daviding means I'm taking ideas about God that I understand with my mind, and I'm trying to integrate them into my heart. I'm trying to turn them into values. Not, in just, not just into philosophy, but into values, into ideas. Judaism should not just be philosophical. It should be a value. And because it's a value, it's something I'm passionate about. And that's the process of davening. And you know when this starts? It doesn't actually start when we get to shul, or at whatever point we're ready to daven if we're not going to shul. It literally starts the moment we wake up. If you have your sitter with you, page five in the new Chabad blue sitter, Mode Ani. The sitter instructs us that we recite the Mode Ani immediately upon rising, as soon as we open our eyes, as soon as we wake up. We say Mode Ani. There are multiple layers of explanation um, as to why we do things in the sitter. We're going to see this throughout many of our discussions. There's a body and there's a soul. There's a um, technical reason, if you will, and there's a mystical, meaningful, re- deeper reason. The literal reason why we recite the moda'ani on the most simple level, if you will. Let's, let's first read the prayer in English. It's three lines, page five. I offer thanks to you, living and eternal king, for you has mercifully restored my soul within me. Your faithfulness is great. On a very basic level, I went to sleep. God, my, my, a portion of my soul went up to heaven to be charged, and God gave my soul back to me, and I'm thankful. I'm thankful simply for just being alive. We open our eyes, we're alive, and the first thing a Jew does is express appreciation for something so basic as just, I'm breathing, I have a soul, I have life. The moda'ani doesn't have God's name in it, and the reason is we haven't yet washed our hands or our mouths. We didn't do the nitzilat We didn't do the ritual hand washing and it's prohibited to recite any of the divine sacred names before washing our hands. Um, that's why the, you know, the, the blessing that's on the bottom of the page, Lokai okai neshama, it's actually pretty much the same prayer. It's a more expanded version of, elaborate version of moda'ani, but it has God's name because it's recited after the washing of the hands. Okay. Raise your hand if you're with me. <laughs> We're on the arc, right? Okay. There's a deeper uh, significance to Modani. You're gonna hear me say this a lot and you've heard me say this a lot in the past. We can never trust, fully trust translations. A Hebrew translation, a translation into Hebrew, uh, from Hebrew, it the true meaning of something because you only get one angle of it. One word can have multiple meanings. Multiple layers of significance. The word mode. Mode Ani, I offer thanks to you. Mode could mean thanks. Mode has a another meaning. There's another meaning for the word mode. Mode means I we discussed this last week a little bit. I what was the word we're looking for? I admit, I submit, I concede. I don't just thank you, God. I concede to you. Look at the word. Look at the text. I offer things to you. Not to any of your divine names. You know what a name is? A name means that the relationship has a very specific context. A name means how you identify something. How you connect to something. How you relate to God. Sometimes we relate to God with kind, with his kindness. Sometimes what speaks to us is his uh, discipline. Sometimes what speaks to us is his monarchy. Sometimes what speaks to us is him being more loving. There's very different, there's different angles, there's different contexts to the relationship. But moda'ani bypasses all these contexts. It's not to your name, to how we connect to you, but it's to you yourself. Moda'ani, I concede lefanecha to you, to you yourself. Not a particular context in which I appreciate you, but actually you. That's something that is not, you know, our eyes can't really tell us about that. It's something we have to concede to. Our mind can't necessarily wrap itself around that. It's something we have to concede to. It's not just a thank you, it's a In other words, I'm not just thankful for my existence. That's the simple level of moda'ani. I am conceding to God's existence. That's the deeper level of moda'ani. Now, more particularly, what exactly am I conceding to? What am I excited about? What Or excited about, but what, what am I... I'm thanking on a very literal level, thank you, God, for giving me life. But on a deeper level, let's look back at the prayer, the second line, you have mercifully restored my soul within me. I'm conceding to you because you gave me a soul. Which soul are we referring to here? We have multiple souls, multiple internal personalities. The... uh...
1: Not non-animal soul.
0: Good, good. The divine soul, the nephesh the divine soul. Thank you, God, for giving me my divine soul. Um, that's something we concede to, because how many of us experience our divine soul on a conscious level uh, by default? We could, when we work on it. Ultimately, when praying especially in the morning, it's oh my gosh! I'm tired. Where's my coffee? Well, you the, broke the, up. The vine yeah, soul.
1: Your your signal's weak. <laughs> we lost about are, uh, 20 seconds. Are Are you at your house, or where are you at? Okay,
0: I'll re- rewind. Rewind 10 seconds. But the, the, okay.
1: Yeah, I can't hear you. I'm a, it's breaking
0: up so the can you hear
1: it's very broken up right now raise
0: your hand if you can hear me
1: now we can now but it's breaking up a lot like right now (laughs) yeah frozen snow. I don't think he's at his house it's a different background than usual you seem to be back okay
0: um, david's there johnny there yes i'm there okay sorry about that okay what we are conceding to i assume you can still hear me um what we are conceding to we're thanking god for or not just thanking but conceding to our divine soul the divine soul perspective is very unnatural. Our natural perspective on life is the animal soul. Our comfort, what makes me comfortable, what makes me uncomfortable. The divine soul perspective, which is what is true and what is false.
1: R- Rabbi Josh, I, I know we're tight on time, but your, your audio's, the quality's not very good right now. There's like a uh, static sound to it. Still? I mean it's not breaking up. We could hear you, but it's just it's just not.
0: David, are you having this experience? Um, let me try going on another one.
1: Something with your AirPods this time, I think.
0: I could take the AirPods off. Not a problem. Right. Okay say some more can you hear me
1: yeah it's the same static. So i guess it wasn't the ear pad in my have... not... audible you're audible we can keep going it's just it's just not okay. the most pleasant sound
0: i apologize i don't know what no else to do <laughs> i yeah, apologize time. Yeah. no even without the time i don't know what to do i don't have any other
1: well if there there was time we could troubleshoot it but yeah i got it got it um
0: i'm conceding to my divine so the divine is not a natural perspective it's not something we can really relate to consciously by default without putting in effort effortlessly we experience the animal so we experience what makes us comfortable what makes us uncomfortable only when we pray when we put in effort, do we experience the divine soul perspective what our life is all about but before we get to that point it's something we merely concede to it's something which is way beyond intellect and what we're conceding to is that god this is our life our divine souls our true life that's what matters to us I don't necessarily feel that way. I don't necessarily under, can't fully agree with it necessarily, but I'm going to concede to it because in my heart and heart deep down inside, I know that's the truth, and I know it can't be any other way. That's what it means to concede. There's the story with Reb Yekusiel Leffler. Reb Yekusiel Leffler was a, um, a student of the author of the Tanya, Rabbi Shneir Zalman of Liadi. Rabbi Shneer Zalman of Yadi wanted to give him a blessing. And when you get a blessing from Rabbi Shneer Zalman of Liadi, it's not just a blessing, it's a guarantee. You're good, you're set, whatever that blessing might be. He wanted to bless him for a long life. And he told Rabbi Shneer Zalman, I'll accept your blessing on one condition. I want my life. To be a life that I see truth, I see meaning, I see my purpose, not pheasant years, but meaningful years. And <laughs> the question that's asked on this story is, wait a minute, somebody's giving you a gift. Since when can you be so picky when it comes to a gift? Somebody's giving you something, especially a blessing for long life. Not everybody has the ability to give that out so freely. Our missionary Alman was. How could you be so picky? And the answer is, if it was any other way, then to him, it's not life. If it was a life that doesn't revolve around his divine soul, but his animal soul to him, that wasn't life. Now for him, that's, that, that's very experiential. But for us regular folk, for tzaddik, they you know, they they've internalized the divine soul, they, they get that. For us regular folk, especially in the morning before we've prayed or have done anything spiritual, we say ani lafanecha." I just, I merely concede to this fact, even though I don't fully totally yet get it. The Hebrew word for man, the first time man is referred to as man in the Torah, we refer to man as Adam. My, mankind, not just man in the sense of male as opposed to female, but mankind is referred to as Adam. There are two reasons why we're referred to as Adam. Reason number one, anybody know? Why are we referred to as Adam. Adam. Um, reason number one, we come from the Adama. Adam was formed from the Adama, from the earth. God formed all of us. The the rest of creation was created by means of God's speech. God spoke and there was. But when it came to human beings, God formed Adam from the dust of the earth, which is called the Adama, and blew into it a soul. There's another reason why we're referred to as Adam. Mankind is called Adam. Adam, this is an insight from Bishallah HaKadosh. The word Adam means Adama, similar to. Dome, Dome means similar to. We are similar to God. We're created in the divine image. So why are we called Adam Adam, because of the Adama, the earth, or because of Adama, we are similar to God, but we are created in God's image. There are two reasons why we can be referred to as Adam, as mankind, either because we come from the earth because of our body or because we are created in God's image, the divine soul. And when we wake up in the morning, we're deciding that it's hopefully the latter, even though I don't necessarily feel it yet. I'm saying, I concede to God that He returned to me my soul, my divine soul. And this is created in the image, the divine image above. This is pristine. This is holy. We refer to this as the Yechidah, the essence of the soul the true and deep essence of the soul, kind of what we experience on Yom Kippur or very inspir- experiential, uh, inspirational moments, that's what moda'ani is. It's my, the real ani, it's the real myself, connecting to God's real self. It's not our love for God, it's just us, because we're conceding. It's not about how we feel about God, it's not about my appreciation for god which those can be limited those can be measured those can fluctuate and they do but it's just my raw connection with god it's the ani it's myself the fanecha, to yourself nothing else can get in between
1: what's the word
0: the word that used for essence it's called the yechida. yechida the level of there's five levels of the soul and the most pristine level is called the Yechida, which means the unity level. It's the part of the soul that doesn't just appreciate God or pine for God or perform his will. But it's the part of the soul that is part and parcel with him. Which, by the way, this explains two things. Uh, this explains why, God, why Modani doesn't have God's divine name. It's beyond that. It's way higher than that not just about a specific context of the relationship, which your name represents. It's the relationship itself. It's the raw relationship itself. But number two, and this explains why we can recite Mada'ani before washing our hands. The relationship with God is so deep, is so raw, so pure and pristine. It's the Ani, it's my true self. Lefanecha, it's your true self. Even dirty hands, impure hands, can't get in the way of that. Nothing can ruin the moda'ani of a Jew. Nothing can ruin the the relationship that a Jew has with God when it's pure. I can see to this even if I don't get it. Or if I don't yet get it. Nothing can ruin that. Nothing can get in the way of that. Now, that's going to last a moment. That's going to last that feeling that we're going to get. This meditation is going to last as long as our moda'ani does it's the rest of prayer that we where we internalize it and hopefully by the end of prayer like we said last week we dwell with it we sit with it okay before we move on any questions comments thoughts make sense okay let's take a look at the next part of Modaani. ani take a look at the, the the first the second line sorry of the page God didn't just restore our soul. He did it mercifully. He did it mercifully. The Hebrew word for mercifully. In this uh, context. You look on the Hebrew side. It says. That's not the usual word we use for mercy. But on a a very. Literal level. Again there's the literal meaning. And then there's deeper meaning. The literal meaning. God had mercy on us. He could have not returned our life to us. He did. He had mercy. Am I deserving of it? Maybe not. Um, But he returned it to me. Thank you, God. That's called chemla. That's called mercy. But there's a deeper level. There's a deeper understanding here. God didn't just have mercy to us by giving us our soul. He's having mercy on the soul. We've just described for the last 15, 20 minutes or so, how pristine, deep, and pure the soul is to the point that we can't even understand it. We have to concede. And that's the modan. And now that soul is coming down to a physical body. That soul is going to get a run for its money. It's going to be exposed to things that may not make it proud. It may be exposed to things that make it uncomfortable. So we say, God, return this soul, but do it with mercy. Have mercy on the soul. Cut it some slack. Hopefully it won't get exposed too much. Hopefully the investment that God is trying to accomplish, illuminating the world by sending the soul down, will be worth it and we won't lose by getting too much negative exposure and too much negative, and that it will actually be able to to positively contribute and be an influencer rather than being influenced. That's why we say he does it with mercy. He's having mercy on the soul, hopefully giving it the strength to be an influencer, not just to be the influenced. Our souls here are, are, are are on a mission in just about 15 minutes, I'll be heading to the airport for the International Kinus for the conventional, the annual rabbinical convention of Chabad Rabbis of Shluchim, of people that dedicated their lives to a mission, to be influencers rather than just being influenced. But this isn't reserved, For your chabad rabbi, this is everybody's job. Your soul comes down into the body to be an influencer, not just to be influenced. And we remind ourselves that every morning I concede to this soul, I concede to its pristine pureness. And I say, God, you've restored it within me mercifully. You're gonna have rachmanas on it, you're gonna have compassion on it, you're gonna give it the strength that it needs to endure the challenges. To be an influencer, not to be influenced. Then we end off the prayer. and Imunaseba. Your faithfulness, God, is great. On a very literal level. We have faith in you. You're trustworthy. You're faithworthy. You are worth having faith in. You came through. You gave me my soul back. I could trust you now. But on a deeper level, the word rabba in Hebrew, it's, again, translations are a little bit difficult to work with. So I'm going to refer to the Hebrew here, where it says your faithfulness is great. The last two words in the Hebrew is Rabbah and munasecha. One way to translate it is your faithfulness is great. Another way to translate it is your faithfulness is increasing. What would indicate that I truly internalize the, the message of moda'ani, the deep message of moda'ani? I've conceded that there's a deeper reality of God. I've conceded that I'm connected to this deeper reality of God, even though I don't always understand it. And that's my soul. I've, I, I, And I've chosen that I'm going to be similar to God, not similar to the dust of the earth. I'm going to live with my soul, not with my body. I believe that God is going to have compassion and mercy on my soul to give it the strength to be an influencer, or not to be the influence. After I thought about this, what should happen is our faith has been increased, has been boosted. Your faithfulness, the faith that we have in you is now increased. Hopefully with a proper moda'ani, a meaningful moda'ani, we increase our faith. We take it up a notch. Now, that faith, it's always there, but to, to experience it, it's, it's only going to last as long as the moda'ani will, which means you got to quickly move on to the next prayer <laughs> so it doesn't dissipate. That's my story. I'm sticking to it.